Hello, and welcome. Welcome home to the Nomadic Curiosity Podcast. I am your host, Zach. And Bingle Bong's co-host here. That's Dev, in case you didn't catch that. Yeah. And we have a beautiful guest of honor here today, going under the name of, and I quote, Blue Bird Mary. How are you doing today? I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Um, it's been a, a pretty nice evening. We all got some food and, you know, had some uh, some nice talks about some some of the stuff that's going on in the world today, spiritually, just also just uh, physically. Um, and I know you've got a lot of really uh, passion in that field as well, which is, you know, is why you're always welcome to be on here then. And, Consider you to be a great friend and family member of ours. Thank you. The nomadic curiosity team. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Bluebird Mary. Well, I'm just uh, going to be retiring, and I've been a lifelong Clevelander, and I have always known that politics were bought. What do you mean by bought? Special interests, lobbyists. Ah, okay, yeah. So I kind of had an apathy. You know, when I was young, I voted independently. But yeah. then I realized that vote was just getting thrown because it was going to be about the top two candidates. Yeah, I And know. I refused to vote for the least, 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 the least of the evils. Yeah. So I just kind of backed out of it. Yeah, even, uh, even last night, you know, we were talking about how... Um, how you always wanted to, you wanted to get into politics, you wanted to be able to help and make a difference, you know, and stuff. And then we were kind of bringing up that whole, um, the Catch-22, where a lot of people who, um, like ourselves, who would, who would want to create good change in the world and everything, on like a Wait. political level as well. Oh, it didn't, we're good? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, There's a little you know, microphone arrow. Yeah, so, um, you know, lots of people who would actually love to be able to step up to the plate and, um, you know, help help people on, you know, the local levels and, you know, state levels, federal levels, whatever. Um, we were kind of talking about how that one of your um, one of the, your reasons that you never got into politics was because um, it would make you a target. It would make your family a target, and you were worried what kind of consequences would come from, like, stuff like that, like trying to stand up, you know? quote-unquote the man you know so like uh, that was like kind of a little i should have thrown a statement there because i know like a lot of people might hear that and think like just because you're getting into politics doesn't mean you're gonna you're gonna get like a target on your back i just need to uh ask over uh emphasize mary here is a special specimen she's uh, (laughs) she's very passionate when she gets interested in something and, and she puts her whole heart into it you know she doesn't hold back yeah and yeah you know i've definitely seen that progress you know as you started to learn more and and get more active in that i could you know i can definitely see you being a threat you have a lot of power and i i, I admire that i look up to that yeah you don't take you don't take bullshit you don't take no's for answers and everything you're 
they're realist, which is good. That's what we need more of, but we were kind of talking about that Catch-22 is, you know, good people being scared to stand up because it puts a target on your back, but the fewer amount of people who are stepping up, the easier it is to pinpoint each target, you know, which, you know, obviously I, I'm not running for... <laughs> I'm not running for mayor. I'm not running for any kind of, you know, I'm not in politics myself. Just a congressional seat, that's all. Right, right, yeah. I've been in Congress for 180 years now, you know. Vampire. That is a direct quote from uh, Mr. Biden. Oh, that's right. (laughs) I I thought it was Senate. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, yeah. Sorry, my dementia confused me there for a second. My bad. Yeah. (laughs) So there's a lot going on, um... You know, I think the last uh, podcast that we left off on um, was the one that I had uh, done with uh, Cayenne. You know, we talked a lot about just, like, you know, the differences of, um, I'd say, scope of information in which, you know, we have access to, even just in our different locations in the state, but also just our perceptions of what's going on. Um, You know, and I know some people, all three of us here today, call all kind of generally agree you know, I don't think we really disagree on too, too much. You know, I'm sure there's slight differences here or there. But for the most part, I think some people might think, oh, that kind of sounds like an echo chamber. But it's also, you know, there's a difference with an echo chamber. It's just going to be a continuous stream of us just, you know, like, just, what's the word, um articulate masturbation i think that's what it's called or um uh you know it's where you know we're just you know jerking each other's uh points off like oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah you're so yeah, right yeah. you know um but i think it's important to have you know people that that do a lot of very serious research and have drawn similar conclusions and have found each other based on principles with that yeah. you know along with um you know, the, the other attributes in which we bring because there's a lot of uncertainty, I think, in a lot of people. No matter where you are, what you identify as politically or you know, whatever it is, if you just don't want to associate at all, there's still a level of uncertainty, I think, especially when people look at our nation's capital being basically occupied by, by our military currently. That's a pretty scary thing, especially if you have no idea what's going on. If you just didn't pay attention this whole time, mm-hmm. you're looking at that, you're like... Oh, geez, something's happening. Mm-hmm. I'm sure some people think, oh, it's because they need to protect themselves from, you know, domestic terrorist Trump supporters or whatever it is. What do you guys think is some good advice that we could give to people that might not really uh, have, know how to access information that could be uh, beneficial to them? Uh, I'm trying to... Like different resources, yeah. or or just like, like some words of wisdom, you know, some some of our own perspectives, or what do you mean? Just yeah, just, well, yeah, we'll just okay. go with what are your guys' perspectives. That's way less yeah, narrow. Yeah, yeah. It's more broad. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because obviously, you know, all three of us have different backgrounds of where we get our research, what we're you know researching, and all that. But yeah, I just make I mine mean, up. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's Russian disinformation. Right. But, yeah, it's Russian. You know. Um, but no, yeah, I mean. Like, I, I do understand, like, if, it, like, how, just touching back to the point where, like, it's, like, a lot of people who are kind of maybe a little worried when they're seeing military having to to step in and everything, um, that can be kind of worrisome because then it makes it also, 
it makes me think about like, oh, I don't want to look weak to other countries. I don't want America to look weak and, and uh, vulnerable to some sort of attack if our government can't even fucking just like, just figure keep it its, together. Yeah, just figure its shit out. You know what I mean? But um, I mean, also it's kind of it, it's it's a good sign as well, obviously, because we're not privy to all sorts of information that's going on behind the scenes. But obviously, our military um, is literally there to protect us from any. Um, from any foreign or domestic attacks, you know, and, and and we're currently in the midst of both, you know, so it can kind of sound a little scary from the point of view that we are under, in my opinion, like a, you know, in, in a state where we are being attacked from foreign and domestic levels, you know. I think it's um, important to, to note what you mean by the domestic threat, because that, to me, that's an interesting um, mm-hmm. nuance that people might not pick up on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, when I say, when, like, at least what I'm thinking, you know, behind just, you know, saying, you know, domestic threat, I'm kind of also thinking about the amount of people in Congress and levels of politics, levels of media, um, any, um, any people who have a little bit more leverage, um, you know, with power, status, money, whatever. Um, I'm thinking of a lot more of those people who are kind of, uh, you know, bought, paid for. Um, compromised. By, yeah, they're compromised and also probably blackmailed or, um, you know, kind of painted into a corner and to be into positions where they're taking orders, um, you know, from whatever you want to say, you know, a cabal, a one world order, you know, if you want to say... Um, you know, it's the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, if you want to say whatever. Um, people who are trying to um, basically take advantage of the mass um, of humanity as a whole for the benefit of a small amount and using lots of different tactics down to pharmaceuticals, to technology, to politics towards even emotionally triggered by even friends and family to divide separate um become easily controllable all that you know mm-hmm. it, it's uh, yeah 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 so kind of what i meant more by domestic levels at least okay uh well because like i think too is one of the big domestic threats isn't even necessarily a group of people mm-hmm. but it's more a uh, an introduced perception of mm, uncertainty of truth. You know, like, uh, it, well, I, you hear the term information warfare a lot nowadays, uh, or fifth dimensional warfare, or, you know, things like that, a 5D chess game, yeah. where it's not necessarily, you know, guns and blood on the ground, right, right. but it's it's literally a battle of consciousness. It's yeah, a, yeah. If anything, it's it's... The suppression of consciousness, yeah. Yeah, yeah and it's really of easy unity. to cast unity. doubt in people's minds of what information to believe yeah. when, first off, you constantly tell people there's a ton of fake information out there, ton of, you know, you can't know what to believe, you don't know what to believe. And then you have, you know, some people, private sketchy companies get hired by some weird back you know, contracts in order to verify what is and isn't truth, and then, like, when those thing, when those companies start to verify truth and things that you've witnessed with your own eyes, your own observable truth, has just been denied by these people who've just claimed to have, you know, we have the righteousness to claim truth. Yeah. We're talking about the independent fact checkers here. Right, right, right. Um, that mixed in with the 
incredible, incredible amount of money that went into shillery or shills, mm-hmm. which basically are you know agents that are paid in order to spread, you know, as much disinformation as they possibly can to flood the truth, to flood validity, to turn people off from even investigating such complex topics, uh, because there's just so much to weed through to figure out well what is true what isn't true there's so much to investigate that's like we don't even have the manpower mm-hmm. to really investigate those things in a timely fashion so we're just kind of in a perpetual state of uncertainty yeah mixed in with a whole other kind of coordinated um uh we'll say infiltration efforts yeah like in protests yeah. and also in uh government workers or even private companies that have high powers yeah um a sort of collaboration to infiltrate and cause division in our country. In, es- in essence, I, what I think what we're witnessing is at least an attempt to collapse our nation, collapse our country at the core of its federal yeah. standpoint, the Constitution, the uh, liberties and freedoms in which this country was built off of and, and exercised are constantly being challenged. In in abstract ways but being challenged nonetheless you know just because they're wording it differently and saying it nicely and delicately yeah doesn't mean that you know the constitution isn't what governs the people the constitution is literally the rules that the government can't breach upon the people the constitution is literally the yeah. rules that the government has to follow yeah that's true. so when that's the government it. itself yeah. is trying to change the rules in which it is supposed to follow it means that they want to do some shit that is illegal. So you're going to change it to make it legal so that they can now do it. Yeah, and if and they do it the, subtly and slowly. Right. One of the, like, you know, perspectives of, like, the glass being half full right now with everything is also all these bad actors and everything um, are showing their true colors. <laughs> uh, sorry, I guess. Um, but, you know, so, you know, so on one hand... It's all kind of seeming really messy and um, uncertain right now, but then also it's kind of beautiful because we know <laughs> we know who's responsible for what and who is actually um, whatever you want to say infiltrated or influenced um, by this kind of. Uh, in my opinion, it's 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 a uh, it's like a a one world order type thing you know not to get too like out there in conspiracy but like, like a, a, an oligarchy a small group of people yeah. that have collaborated together in strategic places of in incredible influence and power to basically shift the whole world into essentially benefiting them and and what their special interests are yeah and you see it like you see it now too like where i don't know just a little thought i just had is like it seems like now everybody is, um, it's beyond human beings needing to be consumers to hold up economy. Now it's like humans needing to be consumers of bullshit so they don't even bother trying to talk to one another and they get so angry at one another and won't actually be able to come together and pick a new product. At this point, you know what I mean, and and that's a, that's a very I, meta way of saying. Yeah, it. I, I, it's just a little thought I just had. You know, obviously it's not real cohesive there, but you know, it's just it, it just sucks because it goes beyond countries, it goes beyond political parties, it goes beyond 
um, different types of government. It goes beyond gender, age, whatever, you name it, you know. Um, and now we're kind of all living in this, um, you know, kind of this, like, primal state of fear where we're, we're uh, you know, we're uncertain of what the hell's going on because a lot of stuff, um, fortunately and unfortunately, is happening, happening behind closed doors, you know. Which, in my opinion, I think is good because um, I don't think people are really all that capable of totally understanding, including myself, what all is happening and who all is responsible for what's happening. Especially if you kind of look at, like, even this um, this situation with the pandemic, how I do kind of as as a, uh, it's also bio-warfare in my opinion, you know, that's how I look at it, I believe it's, um, an intentional attack, you know. That... We're talking about the, the China virus, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Biden, uh, actually, uh, banned that term. Yeah, you're not allowed to say it, yeah, yeah. China virus. Yeah. <laughs> Abort me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the Wuhan flu, uh, yeah. the, um, what, what was the? A uh, kung flu. <laughs> Trump said that would. That's fucked that's up. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's you fucked know, up. <laughs> you know, it's fucked up. But... Yeah, that's fucked up. But no, yeah, no. You know, so, because in my opinion, I do believe this is another uh, another tactic to, um, you know, emotionally trigger people and keep them scared and confused and also at the same time cut down numbers a little bit mm -hmm. because I believe the virus has mutated and has become less fatal over time, which kind of is in my best interest because I'd rather more people don't die from mm -hmm. fucking bio-weapon, you know, bio-warfare, yeah. in my opinion. Perfectly but, timed bio-warfare, nonetheless, yeah. too. Um, you know, one of the things that you said, too, was... Um, it just left my mind. I just had it. Um, you were talking about, you know, the... Well, Yes, the bio-warfare and stuff. I think you were saying something before... What were you saying before that? I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't Where am I? <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, well, no. oh, there. Uh, one of the nice uh, tactics used to divide us, too, is, you know, oh. for the half of people that are... We'll just say half and half, even though it's probably different. Half <laughs> yeah. of people that are scared and confused because they don't know what's going on. Uh, and the other half that that is really uh, really passionate about the research and getting into understanding and learning and trying to figure out the truth and and discern the truth for themselves is is angry and and, and frustrated and upset because there's so many attempts to try and bring the truth to the you know to the people you know help help people realize their their sovereignty mm -hmm. and that they're not powerless you know. I think yeah. so many people like the crutch of feeling powerless because it takes the responsibility off of them. Yeah. You know, it's it's not to say that they're, you know, they're cowardice or weak. It's just right, right. they're so um, just drained from it that it's just like, what's the point, you know? And that's that's kind and of the, the intention of trying to divide us. Yeah. Half are weak or, or not weak or, or just drained, exhausted, scared and confused. And the other half is drained, exhausted, angry and frustrated. Right, right. And it's where's the where's the. The yeah. stability, the the grounding, you know, and that's one of the things Cayenne talked to me about the last episode was, yeah. was really emphasis on grounding, like two or three times a day. Yeah. Really getting into it. And I started doing that since then. And I mean, yeah. it's changed drastically 
how confident I feel in what's going on. Yeah. And I, I, I just, I, I would, I can't recommend that enough. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. And I think it's also really important that even, uh, whichever side we're on at any given moment too, whether we're, you know, whether we're frustrated and angry with things or, um, you know, whether we're just drained and exhausted, you know, um, or there's that small population of people that just don't care. Yeah, but we have to also we have to be able to also be empathetic to both sides, whatever side we're on at that given moment. You know, we have to be able to. Yeah, because ultimately we're all sides. I mean, yeah, we're all you know, and also honestly, we're all speculating. I don't have I don't have, I I can't even say the letter. I don't have seventeen clearance. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't have that level. I of do have like a sixty-seven page document, compl- uh, intelligence document that I printed that was on a link thanks to uh, yeah. the seventeen phenomena yeah, of yeah. the Chan boards. Um, <clears throat> that is a complete and utter intelligence uh, declassification of all listing out the entire detail in so much detail the entire extent of the Biden family corruption with the uh, communist. Party of China, the, the CCP. Yeah. The Communist Chinese Party. Is that what it is? Chinese Communist Party. Yeah. Yeah, the CCP. Um, it's, it's like 67 pages, I think. Maybe a little more, a little less. Yeah. But but the information in there, I've, you know, done cross-referencing for some of the stuff just to be like, is this just some crazy fake shit? And am yeah, I being, yeah. you know, lied to and just... Am I just being a proponent of spreading disinformation? Right, yeah, yeah. Turns out a lot of the information in there, at least the stuff that I checked, checks out. Like, mm-hmm. it's valid, it, it's credible resources that are attached in there. The narrative is, you know, obviously the narrative of the thing is the premise being Joe, uh, Joe Biden and Biden family corruption from Chinese Communist Party. Yeah. But that's only really, like, the structured narrative of it. The rest is just, here's... Here's how it is. Yeah, here's here's why we are saying to this. Look into. Yeah, it's really a lot of. And that one got scrubbed from the internet immediately. Oh, of I course. printed it off and yeah. got it. Uh, um, right. What's it? Uh, laminated. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so all great points. It, it, so my my favorite bumper sticker, one of them besides, I hate bumper stickers, is <laughs> if you're not outraged, you're not paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. So when you talk originally about domestic what is the domestic threat domestic is home right so uh, i want to try to oversimplify a really complicated thing i all the points you guys made are great someday when this movie plays out in 10 years from now when it's written about in a book by trump or whoever writes it to to know all the things that are going on behind the scenes is going to be incredibly (laughs) complicated (laughs) yeah it's going to be so complicated we have no idea what's going on my so, pillow, my nation. <laughs> I love my that My nation, my pillow. Yeah. But the domestic threat to me is is the people that are just not willing to look at it. The ignorance. It's scary and confusing and exhausting, like you said. But what's scarier to me are the people that are good, intelligent, wonderful people. We all know we have family and friends that just refuse, for whatever reasons, to open their minds to look at what's really going on. I have to hold, the way I get through it, besides the grounding, which is great, is to just hold on to what I believe innately in all human beings. They have a human heart, and there's two forces, love or fear. 
There's a book, you guys remember? Everything you needed to learn, you learned in kindergarten? I never actually read it. Well, yeah. it just comes down to simple things. In kindergarten, if you hurt somebody or hit somebody, you say you're sorry. You share your toys. You say please and thank you. You be polite. If you poop your pants, go to the nurse's office and tell them exactly. you had a stomachache. <laughs> so I, I truly believe that every human soul that's born, unless you're a robot or a clone, you, you have a human heart that, that <coughs> automatically <laughs> gr gravitates to love or should. And if they don't, it's because there's some deep, deep hurt or brainwashing or both. So if we shed light on those people or pray or meditate to the, that dark, those dark spots, you said Zach, oh, you're not Zach, who are you? I am Zach. Okay. <laughs> I forgot your <laughs> stage name. Where am I? <laughs> okay. Oh. What's going on? <laughs> who are you? <laughs> no, I forgot what I was going to say, though. Um, you say bring the dark, uh, darkness. Yeah, person. there's only a few of these really corrupt people. Mm -hmm. And the most of us are good people. And if you look at the earth from outer space, there's just a lot of light and people from other places that are helping. So if you see this... The darkness is like a a basketball size. It's really small compared to all the light, but it's not all in one spot on the Earth. It's scattered in all these places wherever mm -hmm. they're coming from. It's it's so decades long of a, so there's these little patches of little pea-sized darkness, if you will. So if we shed the light in prayer and meditate on that, mm -hmm. and pray for those people as much as it's hard because you look at them and you want to throw up when you hear the lies or the you know what's going on, the suffering that's going on in the world. But if, if we shed the light on those souls, I think you can soften that hardness or that pain in people. So this is way bigger than all the logistics of all these complicated things going on behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. It's going to play out. But if we hold on to the goodness, it's just love or fear. And, and there's always going to be both. But if, if we... I don't know. It's just, it's hard to no, yeah. influence other yeah. people. But what are we here for, right? We're here to help each other and serve each other. Yeah. How can we serve each other now? If this is an information war, the best we could do is share information. Right. And how do you discern what information to share? For me, with everything that's going on in the past month, I've always been a curious people. We all have been. Yeah. You know, my mom would We're tell you, I would say, why, 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 why? It's good to be curious. Curious people are generally very smart because they don't just they're not sheep they don't just take the status quo they say well why are you doing it that way well we always done it that way well why have you always done it that way and you just question things and you learn things and you and you find out so for me i just say a prayer meditate i ask god higher power source whatever you want to call it to help me discern this article or this video that was sent and does it have any meaning i think everybody can really we all have a sixth sense right humans do they just don't know yeah. how to access it but if you just quiet yourself for a minute if everyone did, even the people that are ignorant to look at an article and say, well, yeah, something's really wrong here. If they listened inside, they know they it resonates with them. Some of us more because we're more yeah. involved in it. Yeah. But each human soul, I think, can resonate. Yeah, this doesn't seem right. Oh, yeah, and then they yeah. just go about their daily life and they don't want to know because they are afraid or afraid, you know. Or whatever reasons they just don't they want to bury their head in the rejection sand. from social influence is a big one too so that's like, what's scarier though to me I remember one of the things Dev you said because uh, like uh, 2016 election you know I had uh, I had voted for Trump and like you know I actually lost friends because of that 
you know, I'm a farmer, and there was a lot of things that would have been sacrificed in that. I'm not going to get into that. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like, I remember you were kind of like, you were not in that. You, you had a Make America Gay Again hat in yeah. your back seat. I mean, it was hilarious, yeah. not, not going to lie. But, um, you know, I remember you saying uh, that you would always joke. You'd be like, what, watch, like, what if Trump's actually, like, actually, like, a really good person? <laughs> yeah, and, like, you just said that as a joke. And I it's know. funny how, like, your little intuition, it's like we don't even take those things seriously. But look where it's, like, become, you know, like. I know, yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know truly transforming well i hated I mean, him in the beginning and i really i, I, I didn't really, most people probably did yeah honestly. i didn't really mean it when i was joking either but i, I guess thought he was hilarious yeah, honestly i guess that it, the like debates with hillary clinton i guess <laughs> it was just kind of like also a subconscious <laughs> thing though too but but no yeah because in the end of the day too it's not like any of us like all of us want all of us want you know to go home to our families and be able to get along and want to be able to help a neighbor out or want to be able to whatever we want to be able to do good nobody really actually wants to tear somebody else's guts out and feed it to them and and all this stuff really it's not like i don't i just don't think the majority i would say 99.99 percent of people really are not out to get everybody and i think a majority of people are actually just insecure and want to be liked and so a lot of the stuff that you know i feel like a lot of people don't place judgment on others as much as we feel others are placing judgment on us mm-hmm. you know we're mostly i feel like most people are concerned about not looking like an idiot or a dumbass or an annoyance or, or somebody that's not going to be liked so, so we're more self-focused in that way which isn't a bad thing because ultimately the result is we're generally nicer to people because we want them to like us you know so bring this back to yeah, the we're tribal simplified. animals that's kind of on a primal level yeah and it's a social species so right. primal and then just take it back to a simplified thing Again, in kindergarten, on grade school, think about grade school in the playground. There were bullies. There always were bullies. So let's just bring yeah. this back down to all. Let's picture everyone on earth right now at 10 years old. And these bullies in on the earth right now, these dark bullies, because generally a lot of them were, are troubled. They're from troubled homes. Yeah. They're yeah. full of pain. So they, they take it out on other people. And... And so if you're on the playground Misery and loves some company. kid is some kid is getting beat up or abused or made fun of, there are those who will just walk away from it. There are those that will side with the bully because they're afraid of the bully and they don't want to be next, so they'll mm-hmm. cheer them on. Yeah. And there's those of us, like us, that would stand up to the bully and protect that poor soul that's not brave yeah. enough to stand up for themselves. So there's just still this little playground right now on earth See, we're all just little human souls and some are acting out in a bad way no yeah, and some sure, are though. standing up and some are just yeah, it sucks because apathetic. like i remember like actually a specific situation there was a kid um i his i think his sister was in my grade and like her grandma was friends with my mom so like i vaguely knew them and like their little brother was at a football game and somebody kept taking his hat and he was like come on just give me a bag like i was like, really upset about it and like I was, you know, a little bit older than all these kids. I just, like, walked over, just grabbed the hat from them. I'm like, stop doing this. This is stupid. Like, mm-hmm. leave him alone. Obviously, he doesn't like it. And, like, they just, like, laughed at me and walked away. And I feel like, you know, even though I was older than them and I knew I was doing the right thing, I was kind of a little self-conscious because it's like, well, now I just, like, I just felt like an idiot a little bit because I'm just like, you know, I didn't have to interfere at all. And I feel like a lot of people that are working to expose these things, like let's let's take uh, Lynn um, Linwood um, mm-hmm. or uh, Mike Lindell. That's uh, his name, yeah. Yeah. My pillow guy. Yeah. Um, how much public ridicule, or Donald Trump even? How much 
People yeah. laugh at them, make fun of them, just desperately try and tear them down. You know, for people that are ultimately trying to stand up. I mean, they'll even call um, Trump is the bully. They say Trump is the bully. Yeah. That's why we are hating on him because he is the one that's bullying us. But it's like, I mean, do you do you listen to him? Have you heard the things that he's saying? Have you have you looked at the things that he's doing? Or are you just taking like small snippets of uh, you know news bites and not taking the context into perspective? Well, I mean, that's because now you're you're ridiculing the person that's trying to stand up for the people that are taking advantage of you. I mean, but I, that's why I really deception. do... Deception. That's why I really do like like how you were even just saying, Mary, too, how we gotta really consider each of us like small children. You know, we gotta be real... We gotta be real compassionate and forgiving over and over and over again until it just, like, you know, fucking buries us, you know, just over and over, just constantly, like like a mother nurturing a child making a mistake, you know, truly. Um, and it's a, and a you lot. Their ass. And it's <laughs> and it's um, <laughs> take them to fucking military court or federal court, man. Just to have some justice is more so how I feel, but um, <laughs> but no, but you have to also like. You also have to practice that when it's even people you disagree with, because sometimes it's really hard when I personally don't disagree with somebody who I think is taking advantage of other humans or something. It is a lot harder for me to be um, as compassionate with that bully. You know, it is a lot harder, you know. And, you know, sometimes I might become the bully to that bully because I think that, uh, you know, that bully is just terrible. And I have to place my judgment and have to, you know... Uh, you know, I have to bully them, and it, it, it's just I mean, like... Is that not what the concept of justice is? Right, When right. there's a wrongdoing, and you represent the 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 return of that wrongdoing back to the wrongdoer, yeah, you know, but, I but want in essence, peace. you're still doing want, wrong onto them. Yeah, right, I want peace for but the victims. I don't the want... justifiability Yeah, of I want peace for the victims. I want justice for victims, for people who are constantly... The little guys, us little guys. I mean, not we're, we're no... Trillion dollar CEO. Well, I'm a big guy, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I mean, so it, it it is a lot easier said than done when it's when you're trying to be really compassionate and caring when when you disagree with somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, because when I see when I see a bully, it's 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 easier for me to bully that bully than it is for me to tend to the wounds of the victims. You know, so it's it's just you know a constant cycle we got to keep our own eye on. Now, that's interesting, too, I just realized or remembered kind of, you know, there is a whole asset of um, the academia world that's actively altering definitions of words and, and reshaping what our language actually means when we say words. So bullying can actually be so many different things. Yeah. Like a, a microaggression can be a bully now. Mm-hmm. Saying things that you didn't even intend to mean any harm with you just didn't say it properly or things like yeah. that can be a form of bullying now and yeah. punishable yeah. you know so like yeah. we have to recognize too that sometimes people are innocent they don't mean harm they're just not <coughs> you know informed yeah. enough or haven't Thank kept you. up with the altering of definitions or with the modern okay. trend of you know uh, righteousnesses and all that stuff so like yeah, uh, we'll take like a, a very simple example like my sister um, we disagree uh, not that much, you know. I mean, obviously, we have pretty different views in terms of the world, but, you know, we are still civil with each other. I think, you know, we're both kind of relaxed enough 
and detached that we recognize that we're more important than our beliefs but we also still you know hold our beliefs and and respect each other for having them i think i think she respects <laughs> right, yeah. me i respect her for having her views yeah you know essentially you know she's pregnant and she uh you know decided to get the vaccine which is fine uh, that's yeah. what she, you know, that's what she wanted to do I'm, yeah I, yeah i i'm not getting it but that's just my personal view i think there's more testing that needs to be done you know as to i don't think it's microchipping us or things like that i think that you know, we can take a little bit of a rational approach that the 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 stakes of somebody pulling off a heist of that magnitude is, you know, I mean, I guess well, it's possible. But I possible. do believe that it's compromising our immune systems. Yeah, I think there are issues danger. with it. Yeah, There's evidence that shows issues with it. We didn't. We didn't I, go that's through why proper I chose testing. We didn't go through proper testing when it comes mm-hmm. to that. Because that's, you know, that's like yeah. another small symptom of how yeah. the little guys us are being. But essentially, you know, she kind of insinuated that I am selfish for having not gotten the vaccine, especially in my line of work, uh, working in EMS. Yeah. The waste of that magnitude has been going on for decades, though. Yeah, that's true. That's why I kind of like stopped so myself and I'm like, actually. And the reason it's there and the scarier enemy, if there's an enemy, are the ignorant people that have let this happen. You know, we all know the frog in the boiling water thing. Mm-hmm. You put a frog in, yeah, it's going to jump in the out. boiling water. They have just been slowly doing, turning up little by little, so no one's noticed it. Right. So, yeah. and the ones way, that do aren't know, taken seriously. If you, if we were to truly understand each other, it all makes sense. So, getting back to the bully, I took classes to possibly foster kids. So there was a lot of child psychology stuff. Yeah, yeah. And what they said is that they want the adoptive parents or the foster parents to keep a relationship with the biological parents and all of us go why would you want to do that these are the same people that abuse these kids that allowed all these horrific things to happen to them why would you want us to have to force a once a week hour-long meeting with these biological parents even if it's supervised it's it's traumatic why would you want to go back to the source of trauma yeah and so everyone's kind of had a, a very awful attitude toward these parents but they said you know what think about again those are the same kids when they were 10 years old that got abused mm-hmm. right. and and so then it, it like it opened our eyes to say well yeah I mean they didn't even know what they were doing it's it's hard to break the vicious cycle yeah, it's actually so all really you can common. do is love them so get now get into the brain science of neuroplasticity the more you love that person and forgive that person and shed light on that person and love on that person and try to understand that person they'll they'll change a little bit or maybe just mm-hmm. a little seed of something will go off yeah. there's a good TED talks it's called have you ever met a monster I would recommend it it's just about this mass serial killer and a reporter finally got enough no he wouldn't interview no one would could get close to find out what the story was so she investigated and come to find out and a picture paints a thousand words on on the TED talk she had a a screen up there was a picture of this little cute typical five-year-old boy with a tie in his kindergarten picture smiling and happy like a kid yeah and the next picture was when he was in first grade and it didn't even look like the same person drawn and terrible and just awful well come to find out his father was raping him from six years old all all the way up and so he i mean you almost like can't blame someone i mean it's you of course it's not right for that he ended up killing people and murdering people but you almost see what happened to Mm -hmm. a human soul yeah so 
all these corrupt people that are allowing these horrific things to be happening to children in our world today and everything you just it's it's unfathomable to to think a human being could do that to another but but somehow we have to rise above it and and just try to understand it and again I don't want to oversimplify it but just pray on them shed light on them and and just trust that God and our higher selves like we talked a little bit earlier today before the the mic was on to just say our higher selves our collective higher self is not going to let this continue and at some point it's all going to come out you know like I'm, I'm glad that you did bring up the the um that uh the parents of these abused children you know the portrayers of the abuse you know um more than likely were once victims of abuse and it's a continuation like a cycle Mm -hmm. and you know i think that's a good way that we can empathize empathize with our greatest enemy our our uh the the deepest of the evil people that are pulling the strings that are doing some of the most horrific crimes to humanity is recognizing that they too are victims and they're so far you know and not to victimize them there's a difference between being a victim and and victimizing yourself you know because a lot of stuff happens to you it messes you up it distorts your sense of right and wrong your compulsions your urge all these different things the pain transforms into something that needs to expel that evil and a lot of times those people erupt with that evil and do horrible things so if you take people that are raised by you know because a lot of these uh, uh, cabal like people are are very they seem to be very uh, at least in the occult circles very focused on preserving certain bloodlines which means that they're usually probably integrated from birth into that that's uh, in essence society uh, well I'm just gonna say like the Rothschild family just because like a lot of people know them you know right, they're yeah. they're really uh, notorious for being like the wealthiest family a basically own everything uh obviously it's more than that but um they're born into the family they're born into the bloodline they're born into that so they're raised with such a perverted sense of normalizing very uh taboo behavior in terms of uh most of our structured societal norms and and what we uh value morally and 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 virtuously we see that there are crimes being committed that seem to be just they don't they do it so effortlessly like they don't care i hear your point at the same time there's countless psychological studies that show right but there's countless studies that show that the human heart regardless of that abusive upbringing from zero to ten when you when you're around 10 years old give or take not to stereotype a human person knows what's right or wrong regardless of if they only had terrible terrible things happen their whole life they know it's wrong innately they know it's wrong so that's what we have to hold on to the hope that that somehow in that person the goodness is still there buried maybe under layers of stuff sarahwestall.org is a great independent news she has on regularly a girl that was raised in the cabal. I forget her name now. Really? But, um, yeah, you should go in the archives of sarahwestall.org. Okay. And her, her, I guess in that hierarchy, there's five women that are the head of the whole 
Hmm. Thing. It's interesting that and they the choose women like are a the divine, head. A yeah. divine feminine to be the yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's five women, I guess, or seven or something, and she was the granddaughter of like one the of them. Seven-headed serpent. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, I don't want to focus <laughs> too much on, on that whole thing. But she was being groomed to be next in line because yeah. her grandmother was. But when she was 10 or 12, she realized this is not right and somehow managed to get out. I don't know the whole story of how she got out. But now she's yeah. a whistleblower for them. And there's, a, I guess, a high ticket on her right now to, to stop her from spreading all what's goes, what goes on in that world. But yeah. even she having been born into that from 0 to 10 or 12, realized that it's not right. So, again, I just, for me, I have to hold on to yeah. that I, I'm, I'm never going to lose faith in the human heart and that no matter what, uh, humans are love and our higher selves we know are love and we just have to keep, I mean, let's just pray right now to Biden and all those people. There's, you know, a few thousand of them Let's just imagine their collective higher selves right now and, and pray to that because that mm-hmm. higher self will get through to them at some point. Yeah. And whether it's now because they're afraid of being arrested or they're afraid of treason or whatever, we don't know. But hopefully their higher self is going to start speaking to them because yeah. all of us, even the ones that are burying their head, are, are concerned and praying. I think there's more prayer. I've never seen more prayer. I mean... Just people in the street that you meet uh, start to talk about it and pray together and are afraid together and yeah, um, share share everything. I, well, you started to raise a good point when you were saying um, about and what you were saying too, but um, about praying to Biden and and the those other corrupt individuals that are within the higher rankings of controlling or just all of them that are corrupted or, or just ill willed. All of our higher selves of all beings, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I so there's a uh, thing called the room of white that at least that's what um, my uh, friend and I had called it uh, where it's basically you place a uh, piece of like paper or white foam over your eyes and you put a light over there and you lay there and meditate and it basically deprives and then you put headphones on with like a static or white noise so it basically deprives your senses of you know, vision and, and audio and it puts you into like a hypnotic state like a self-hypnotic state and you know people say you can have like a, a hallucinogenic experience on there that's induced without using drugs it's just based on your uh sensory deprivation mm-hmm. um so it's like it's fairly fairly safe um you know you're not ingesting anything you can stop at any point um but uh so one of the things that i when we did that i saw was a chessboard and i saw a snake circling the chessboard and i remember on the chessboard i was seeing you know there's a white chess team and a black chess team you know like yeah yeah uh and i remember thinking okay so it was basically the, the narrative was the devil plays to win but god doesn't play the game at all god is the game itself so in other words you know both sides it's not necessarily that it's evil it's that both sides are playing to compete and to defeat one another light is trying to defeat dark dark is trying to defeat white or light um but ultimately, God is source in all players of the game, both light and darkness. We can learn to accept the light and the darkness and realize that ultimately, no matter what our perspective is now from this third dimensional lens of 
you know, good, bad, or, or duality. From a non-dualistic point of view, all is source, all is God, and always, always God wins, and God is love. There is soul in the deepest depths of the most suppressed, deranged, psychopathic, you know, evildoers, um, to put it in uh, George Bush's language, the evildoers. <laughs> um, <laughs> Or the the term now to be common is bad actors. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're still a a uh, pawn of of source. Even though from our third dimensional lens we recognize differences and separation based on moral values and the way we treat one another, ultimately we're just a divine play masquerading itself as you know god masquerading itself as this this life these events all these things occurring the plan's already you know it's so divine it's, it's divine architecture it's part of the divine architecture mm -hmm. it's already done it's already planned out and completely so absolutely perfect that we can't even comprehend just how perfect it is with all its imperfections mm -hmm. That, you know, from this point of view, it's very easy to get scared and let those things disrupt you. But if you can recognize that even in Biden, so too is God. Even in uh, the Rothschilds, so too is God. Even though they worship Satan, probably, and drink the blood of innocent children to enrich and power themselves, they're sick. They're God, but they're sick. Yeah. They're, yeah. They, their connection to Source and Source's direction is what is is uh, blocked. they sold their soul in a sense. They've cut themselves off from their soul and they've taught their children how to do the same. They're sick. So it's not necessarily that, you know, some people, th their soul is so strong it doesn't get broken like that girl you were talking about. Some people, they've just, they can get taught and also with, uh, you know, mixed breeding of uh, the very similar bloodlines, psychopathy is very common and psychopathy is basically a genetic uh, passage, I believe it's genetic, um, that is really common throughout, uh, not necessarily direct inbreeding, but like, you know, first cousins, second cousins is a, it's not direct inbreeding, but it, so it's not necessarily going to be the chromosomes and stuff, uh, the trisomy 21, those, that extent, but, but psychopathy and, and a lack of empathy, a lack of touch with your empathy and your ability to feel for others or even just feel remorse gets blurred and generationally it's just progressed so they're just very sick people and we can pray for them we'll just we gotta watch the movie I think see that's, how it plays uh, that's out. it for me is just to say let's pray for for everyone I'll pray and, for uh, you <laughs> so you're almost an hour um okay. so I think we're going to have a commercial break, and Devin's going to talk to us about uh, oh. crypto coins that he's checking right now on his ticker tape. I see like, <laughs> what you're doing. I see tape. smoke coming out of his head. Oh my gosh! <laughs> he's he's checking. He's over the here checked report. out, just bitcoining. Are you bitcoining? <laughs> you are. Are you? Are you coining the bits? Aren't you? <laughs> no. Are you mining the what coins? Is he do? He's, no, he's checking the last twenty days of text that you and I have sent him. <laughs> Hasn't oh, at yet. No, yeah. he's not looking at those. He's just clearing the notifications and saying, doing? fuck that. You guys are allowed to say the F word on here? Because we can say 
I mean, you kind of do have potty mouths. I mean, I deal with potty sailors because I love you guys, but I mean, you don't have to say the f word every other time, you know. I know. How often have we said it's, it? But honestly, it's a well, very powerful. Well, when you were talking word. to our and friend, Deb, studies the other day, show you said that it it's like actually healthy to <laughs> swear. Your body actually releases endorphins. What the f are you talking about? See, that See, is a form of saying it. Just because you no. didn't say the whole word, you still insinuate it. I know. It's just irreverent. But it's syllables. It's, it's vibrations a, coming out of small irreverent. mouth noises from a monkey okay, being anyway, that doesn't even know what it is. Stinky poopy pants. People okay, who fine. swear happen frickin', to be more often. Remember so. saying frickin'? Yeah. I used to say shiznit. Yeah, no, frickin' and friggin' uh, and... Friggin'. What the frick? Yeah, what the... <laughs> <laughs> funniest graffiti I ever saw was on the side of a bridge. It just said poopy pants. <laughs> it was way better than any swear word. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, you guys are great. Thank you for having me yeah, on the show. Yeah, of course, yeah. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, I'm glad we Hopefully, got to yeah. do this. So yeah. what's, what's your wrap-up in 25 words less? For me, it's just prayer and believing in the faith of the human heart. Uh... Yeah, that's a kind of a hard one. Um, it doesn't have to be to, If you had to well, kind right, of just right. reduce this all right. down to yeah, yeah. 25, 50 words or less to wrap up. 75, well, 200. Well, I mean, the constant, the constant practice, you know, of um, not getting caught up um, and emotionally being triggered um, a lot of the time with your own beliefs and being able to... Um, still be open-minded and and um and really actually listen to other people and and um consider other people's beliefs valid as well because i i'm guilty of it a lot of the time where i'll um dismiss somebody's um beliefs because i think that they just um you know haven't really fully considered all the facts or something when i'm speculating myself on what is fact and what is not fact and we all are you know but, I mean, yeah, so, I don't know. It's just kind of coming back, you know, and and not trying to really let the ego or the mind kind of uh, take control of my emotions when I'm trying to actually connect with other people if I disagree with other people, you know? Because I think right now a lot of people are really, you know... Um, divided and everything and of course i want i want everybody's beliefs and feelings to be valid because whose aren't you know we all in the end of the day want the same things on our deathbed you know so yeah i don't know yeah just trying to really look beyond our mortal temporary beliefs and situations and everything and and really still have compassion and and um everything for one another constant practice that we all can practice more and more and more every day and with all every new face so yeah i don't know what about you yeah well uh Deb, i just gotta say real quick um i completely 100 percent disagree with every <laughs> single word that has come out of your mouth yeah, i'm just kidding <laughs> I no, respect that was you, and I understand Listen, that you disagree. Your energy is really off-putting my aura. Your higher self just really isn't quite in tune. You've never even been to the now. How can you talk about the higher self if you don't even know the now? If you are projecting this idea of the now not being where we are constantly enveloped, I believe your idea of time, quote-unquote, is... Have you eaten meat recently? Cause I can I can literally feel the iron 
weighing down our energy right now, okay? It's really off-putting. Plants have feelings, too. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, so my input is... Um, well, <laughs> plants, you know, have feelings. Um, <laughs> just trust the plan. Um, we're going to be all right in the end. Every little thing is going to be all right. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Marley up there. And, uh, you know, truly, though, the no matter what the outcome is, no matter what our egoic concerns and desires for what we want to be the outcome of the potential future, uh, we also have to allow ourselves not to be so disappointed that we will either, one, go to war in order to, to prevent you know somebody else's future coming true and and trying to kill each other because that's just redundant and it's ultimately falling into the plans of this depopulation thing mm. um so trust the plan uh accept what the outcome of it is no matter what it is we're we're gonna yeah. be okay yeah. ultimately no matter what the societal concerns are we already have the most valuable priceless a uh, resource that is known to all existence and that is the very essence of life and being that which we are mm -hmm. as long as we are we are the being we are the witnessing uh force of what reality is we get to create reality and experience reality and then witness this crazy beautiful ugly awesome weird dalliance of um, a, a happening, you know, mm -hmm. to put it as, like, concrete as I can, that's, mm -hmm. you know, there's not much certainty outside of the, the matrix of what humans desire for having certainty. If we just allow ourselves to not even be certain, really, just accept that we really don't know what is happening what you know we're just here experiencing it ultimately we're going to be fine we came from nowhere and that's where we're destined to go you know do you remember where you were before you were born because it's the same place you're going to go when you die that great void of emptiness from which all of life emerged and all of life will return it's going to be all right trust the plan yeah zoom out and then zoom out some more and then zoom out some more <laughs> And zoom out some more, and then zoom back in, you know. Seriously, you know. Well, just one last question to think about for the next podcast. Mm -hmm. What if the Hokey Pokey was really what it was all about? <laughs> wow. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's true. Didn't really cross my mind, honestly, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll have to turn myself around. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that might be what it's all about. Yeah. I feel like that could uh, shake it all about, honestly, you know. <laughs> all right, guys. Let's put our heads in and we'll shake it all about. <laughs> we'll do the hokey pokey and we'll turn ourselves around. And the Nomadic Curiosity Podcast is what it's all about. All right. Thank you, cool. ladies thank and gentlemen. You. And we hope you take care and that your lovely faces continue being lovely and smushy and wonderful and I hope you smell real good and I hope your sheets are clean and I hope your legs are shaved and I hope that you are just having a fabulous hair day and all those good things. I don't hope any of that, I just 
expect that of you, and if you don't hold up to that, then I'll just be disappointed and let down by you. Okay, yeah, that about does <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Um, well, um, uh, as always, well, first off, thank you again, uh, Bluebird thank Mary. Thank you. Yes. Uh, I'm Zach. And uh, blueberry vanilla curdling almonds over here. Yeah, that's Dev. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well, have a beautiful rest of your morning, noon, midday, evening, dusk, and night. <laughs>